Well, Tittle, we did it again. Again? Yeah. This year, I think we've done three different dedicated trips to go on rides together. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah, At least three. Because we did, let's see. Well, we kind of had a day at Disneyland last year before it shut down, but you were with the, the infant most of the time. Yes, I uh, took the little baby strapped on my chest to uh, Ariel and some of the dark rides that you can bring infants on. Well, we'll get to that. But this year, we've done three, I believe. We have been Six Flags a whole bunch of times. Yep. Magic Mountain. Many times. Uh, We flew to Texas to go on rides (laughs) at Six Flags Fiesta Texas in San Antonio. Yep. And now we've done it again. And actually, we we hit two theme parks this time. Yes, back to back. Yep. We had a nice, lovely two-night trip to South... Well, not South LA. What would you call it? I mean, Orange County, Orange basically. County, Anaheim. Anaheim, that kind of area. Anaheim, Buena Park. And we hit Knott's Berry Farm and Disneyland. But this time, while we have been to Disneyland together, the first time you had the baby with you and you kind of tagged along and just wanted to go and look at shops and stuff while I went and tested my nuts on the roller coasters. <laughs> yep. This was back when I couldn't do some of them. Yeah, this is uh, pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. So back then, there was no way I was getting on Incredicoaster or Guardians of the Galaxy or anything like that. That was the trip where I did manage to get on Big Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain, which was a big deal for me. Yes. Uh, fast forward a year, and now I'm a full-fledged coaster thuzy <laughs> yeah. to the point where nothing phases me, and I'm pretty much you know unbeatable. Yes. So a lot's changed in a year. So this time, anyway, we didn't have the kid with us. We decided to... And I just leave her at home, see how she does. Kind of like a walkabout type thing, see if she can handle being at home for two days on her own. She she managed okay. She did all right. Yeah. Uh, so we went by <laughs> ourselves for a grown-up trip. I mean, I think some people have pointed out to you perhaps the, you know, you put on Instagram or whatever the, oh, we're at Knott's Berry Farm or we're at Disneyland. And they go, oh, must be a must be a family kid. Oh, your, your kids must love that. And you have to be like, yep, didn't bring the kids. Uh, yeah. This is just for us. Actually, <laughs> we don't want to ruin it by bringing the children with actually, us. Actually, that just happened <laughs> today. My friend uh, Chase was calling me and I was like, sorry, I haven't been really available. I've been queued up in lines for rides and... And haven't been I had a chance to talk, and he goes, "Oh, you're such a good mom." <laughs> yeah, no, and we left like, the kids elsewhere, and we like, went by ourselves. Uh, yeah, no, I actually didn't bring the kids. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm glad we didn't. I mean, I, not in a mean way, but just in the sense that our, our two year old won't remember it, and she's too crazy. And uh, well, the, I mean, my stepson, your son, was at his dad's anyway, so you know it couldn't have happened. There is nothing wrong with yeah, taking also a little. Yeah, it's just better without. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with taking a little adult time. Some yeah. people go to Mexico for the weekend. Some people, you know. But we're taking adult time to do childish, childish things. Yeah, because we are big kids. <laughs> Sure. Essentially, we are big kids. Well, I mean, I'm basically going back to what I imagine most eight or nine year olds are discovering for the first time, which is going on roller coasters. I and never did it until I was 30. So, growing up, we didn't have much money to, you know, get all the confectionery or all the stuff that I like to spend my time doing yeah. at theme parks, which is like, I'm going to buy a candied apple. <laughs> I don't care if it's marked up by like 
2000 don't care i have the ability to buy it now so i'm gonna be a kid and wear my mouse ears and buy all the sugar and eat it all so we're both fulfilling childhood fantasies in one way or another yeah and we're doing it together yeah and that's really nice and again there was no one i would rather bring with me than you certainly glad i didn't bring max I've been Aww. to two theme parks with him, and yeah, you know, I, I think that's it. Well, at uh, John and Jenny's wedding, me mm. and Max, uh, in his drunken state, uh, well established <laughs> that he was a little bit over the influence that night. We're saying, hey, me and me and you, Max, uh, should go to. Uh, actually, he brought it up. He said, me and you, Rachel, should go to Six Flags one day to do Tatsu and X Two without Sean. You're more than welcome to. I wouldn't want to be there. With... <laughs> nah, he's all right, really. But oh, I'm sure me and Max would have a great time going to theme parks together. I mean, we both like you just the soda. sodas and funnel cakes. Yeah, <laughs> we just eat all the food. Yeah, yeah, and kind of drop things and. Yeah, I think last time I went to uh, Six Flags, I got the uh, flaming hot Cheetos with the ranch. I'm uh, not ranch. I'm sorry, nacho cheese on it. Ugh, yeah, and I think that would be something Max would appreciate. I'm sure. Yeah, he'd, he'd have some opinions. Yeah. yeah, Hudson's just certainly liked it. So yeah, well, I think all of you would probably get on fine, but that's fine. I'll go by myself. Yeah, but going with you, <laughs> but me and you is quite nice. Yes, me I and like you it. going together is a is fulfilling childhood, you know, fantasies yeah. and doing it together. So either way, last Wednesday we we didn't really leave the baby at home. We dropped off with my folks and graciously allowed us to. Yeah, allowed us a little getaway. And we headed on down on Wednesday to Knott'sbury Farm. Because yes. we had one day at Disneyland, well, both parts, Disney and California Adventure. But that wasn't until Thursday. But we lived so far away that I thought, why don't we get a hotel so we can wake up early, uh, get in the park when it opens, and spend a full day there, and then not have to worry about driving home. Yeah, it was great. So we spent two nights there. But on the way down, we didn't have Disney to go to, but we did have nuts. And if anyone listening to this, I'm assuming the four people who were listening to this are also the same four people who listened to the first one that I talked about, uh, the first one we did together when I'd just been to nuts for the first time and it was an absolute disaster. Yeah, you had a terrible time. You came home yeah. saying, I will never go back there. You were so bummed out because you got a season pass for it and a yeah. parking pass. Yeah. It was and shit. It and was, I didn't get to go on anything. And I'm so glad that I was like, hey, let's try Six Flags because mm. once you did, you were sold. You're like, okay, this is an entirely different experience than what I had at Knott's. And yeah. yeah. We've kind of made Six Flags our home park, essentially. Well, it's We're, closest, easiest yeah. to get to and Honestly, cheapest and it just it's functional. It works, you know. It's it's all good. Something like nuts, even. So I figured that if we go back, first of all, I didn't get to go on any of the roller coasters there, really, anyway. And when I went the, the first time, I went, right. and also when I went the first time, I'd only done Incredicoaster once. Well, and you that went was as high as I'd gone. So some of the rides at nuts, I was still not sure I would have gone on anyway. Well, I queued it, up for ages for Ghost Rider, and then it broke down, and they just kicked me out of the queue. So that well, was like, the yeah. End of the well, day. <laughs> you, well, you went in high season where the lines were really long. I yeah. believe you were waiting two and a half hours for some rides, I, and yeah. didn't have the balls to even go on it. So then you queued again. No, 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 oh. no. That's completely not true. 
Oh, I thought you did that with. No. Uh, oh, it broke down. No, Ghost Rider broke down. And yeah, then the credit coaster, in... you went on at the very end of the night. Where... That's at Disneyland. Oh, sorry. Okay. Hang on, the cat's doing something strange. I just... They always do this when we're podcasting. It's so they don't annoying. like it. Yeah. They don't like us having a good time at home. This <sighs> is why we need to leave again. Yeah, where can we go next? <laughs> he's, he's found your little uh, your little belt. He's trying. To, look, there he goes. Oh. Okay. Distracted Either by way. a cat. <laughs> so, no, Incredicoasters at Disneyland, babe. All right, sorry. <laughs> so I'd gone to Disneyland, then I thought, and I finally managed to get on the Incredicoaster at the end of the night. That's right. And what, and got over my fear of it and wanted to go on it again, but the park had closed. So then I wanted, I knew I couldn't afford to go to Disneyland again, so I figured I'd try something else. And Knott's was the first one I tried. Not long after, I went to Disneyland, and um, yeah, I didn't manage to get on anything. I got on two rides, Jaguar and the Pony Express, <laughs> because they had the shortest queues. I still um, laugh whenever I hear you're, yeah. you're riding the Pony Express. That's really yeah. cute. Well, that was all I could do, and then I tried to go on Ghost Rider at the end of the day, but waited for two and a half hours in like a hot metal tomb, and then it broke down, and that was it. It wasn't like they give you a fast pass to come back later. They just said, oh, sorry, it's broken. Like, off you go. So I just stormed off home. And then the rest is history. But I did feel like I owed it another chance because I didn't really get to experience it properly. I figured now it's November, middle of November, middle of the week. School technically should be in session, so there should be no marauding teenagers. There still were, but that's another story. (laughs) Mostly teenagers there. Yeah, but all in all, like we... Anyway, got to go on rides. I was I oh was correct that we would we would be able to do it without waiting in horrendously long lines. So that was good. Yeah, we got to go on all the rides we wanted to go on. That's true. Some yeah, of them multiple times. It's also worth mentioning that uh, for various reasons, neither of us had had much sleep the night before. No, because uh, you had a late show, or you know, you you a rehearsal, and then you ended up rehearsing until like three a.m. Mm-hmm. And I have trouble going to sleep when Rachel's not home yet. Mm-hmm. And so I was up a lot. And then, you know, the the kids get up early. And, yeah, so we. I was miserable. I was miserable. Yeah, I, we didn't I thought, have much sleep. Yeah, and I thought... I felt I, fine, oddly. You were weirdly okay. Yeah, yeah. I was not. I was really in a bad way. Uh, I, I thought I was getting sick, too. Our, our daughter had had a cold over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'd been looking after her, so I, fi- I kind of felt like I had a cold coming on. Um, so I was just miserable and thinking, oh, no, our whole trip's going to be ruined. Like, but driving I, down. But I drove, and I said, take a little nap if you can, because yeah. I was feeling fine. Yeah. I got up with the kids. I just I really worried that I was just going to have to stay in the hotel room and not not do anything because I was feeling poorly. Yeah, which I was totally fine doing too because it's been a busy season of shows and we just got over Halloween and all of that. But uh, I know, but I wouldn't have been fine. With no, that, <laughs> that would have been infuriating because we don't get that many chances to. That being said, we have been to two different places just to go to theme parks this year so perhaps we do have some chances but still (laughs) but we got down there and you started perking up yeah once we got into the park well we got a little bit of food that helped and then got into the park and yeah i realized oh good it's not uh as much of a mess as it was when i went um and so we beelined i think we just went straight to ghost rider yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, and you'd never been... To, well, you say you have been, but you didn't seem to remember anything about Knott's Berry Farm. Not at all. I have a terrible memory. I know I've been to Knott's Scary Farm a couple times. Right. And I've 
definitely have done Knott's Berry Farm, but it's been a long time. And you certainly weren't familiar with the rights there. None of them. Okay. So, well, and, and to be honest, it's strange. It's not really until talking about rides with you of remembering names of coasters and familiarizing <laughs> myself with coasters. Is that not normal? Do people not usually remember the name of coasters they go on? Uh, it's like watching I, movies. You remember the name, even if you don't remember yeah, the movie that well. I guess for me, it's like you go to a theme park and you're like, okay, I'm just going to go on these coasters. <laughs> the wood one. The yeah, big wood one. Exactly. Right. Yeah, the one that's green or the one. Yeah, I didn't really, I've never really familiarized myself with the names of coasters or, but like getting to know you, you know the name. You, oh, you know, well, yeah. you're you lucky know who you built go with them. Me. Yeah. yeah. You know, when they got introduced to the park you know all the stats of it that's why i said as soon as we got in i was like come on rachel let's go to ghost rider the originally constructed by cci but then retracked by gci great coasters international and notoriously some of the best wooden (laughs) coaster designers still going right Uh, they retracted (laughs) and made it significantly better and now it's considered one of the best wooden coasters in the country and certainly the best on the west coast so it's great going with you because not only do i get to go on the ride but i get this whole description and even if i have questions i say hey so when did, when was this put here or whatever? And I get my own little like personal, uh, you know, tour guide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, quite, I'm quite good for that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, I don't remember going to Knott's before. I don't remember the rides. But also, to be fair, I didn't really, you know, remember <laughs> the names to, or I really yeah. care to before when I would ride coasters. It was really just basically the wood one mm. or that one. Well, Ghost Rider was an important one for me to, to get on. Um, not only because it is widely considered one of the best wooden coasters around, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also Jehu's favorite ride of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe so. I'm pretty sure she said favorite of all time. I mean, it's Certainly a good favorite one. wooden coaster. It's a good one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so we don't need to go into everything. There wasn't much of a cue for it. We got front seat. Yeah. On our first ride. And um, it is good. It's very good. Uh... I honestly, though, did not find it anywhere near as intense as people said it was. People Uh, make it sound like that ride is super out of control and scary. Now, granted, a lot of the uh, most people also say it's best to ride it at night. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what they're talking about. We unfortunately didn't get to ride it at night. We only got to ride it in the daytime. Um... But yeah, as a daytime ride, we did it in the front row and then immediately went back on and went in the back row. So I remember when we were queuing queuing in line and then sitting down in the coaster, there was a really terrified girl. Mm -hmm. You know, she was, you know, kind of holding up. I was like, come on, you know, either get on or get off. Meanwhile, I was like, no, I I get it. Yeah, you were sympathizing with her. But um, the ride attendant uh, mentioned, oh, you know what? The front, you're up closer by the front. So I was overhearing what he was saying to her to kind of comfort her to get on. Yeah, he said, go slower down the hill. Go slower. It's conventional coaster wisdom. He's not wrong. Yeah, he said, while being in the front, it's kind of being like when you go down the, the drop. It's kind of being like cradled like a baby in the Well, you're arms. rolling down, yeah. whereas at the back you kind of get pulled over the top of right. it. Right, whereas the, the back is already building up speed. scarier. Yeah, yeah you go you're flying over it. And yeah. he was right. Well, I yeah. Mean, that's, the, almost, that's the same for almost any coaster. Yeah, really, but, but yeah, I felt right. like that ride was like two different experiences. Yeah. Well, I, a lot of coasters are. Yeah. Back seat versus front. They, they feel very different, but... So so I did think, it, oh, maybe it's that. Because we did it, and I liked it, mm-hmm. and it was good. It's nice and long. 
It's a very long coaster. Yeah, so you know, it's good value and it's huge yeah. too. Like mm-hmm. for a, it's the biggest wooden coaster I've ever been on for sure. Mm-hmm. The only other wooden coaster I'm that familiar with outside of RMCs, which are like half wooden. Um, is Apocalypse at Six Flags, really. And it that's remind, quite small. It reminds me of the Mean Streak at mm, Cedar Point. Which is now an RMC called Steel Vengeance. Okay, yeah. Um, and yeah. that one was massive. That was mm-hmm. the very big, you know, yeah. uh, wooden coaster over at Cedar Point. So yeah. it reminds me similarly, you know, to that. Yeah, it's um, so it's certainly really big. So that's different from Apocalypse, which is really compact. Like yes. kind of uh, More spaghetti tight. ball. Yeah. More tight and kind of... This one is much bigger and drawn, more drawn out but I think I am I haven't ridden it in the back row as well um, I didn't notice it being significantly more intense in the back there is a difference obviously but it still to me wasn't an incredibly intense ride so I am I think one of the very very few people who who thinks the apocalypse is more intense than Ghost Rider um, I would say so for me the difference of being in the front versus the back of Ghost Rider was like a stark difference for me. It was pretty, C- compared yeah. to like any other coaster, I know it feels different depending on where you are in the train. But for some reason, Ghost Rider was like, oh, this feels like two different coasters entirely. Oh, really? Yeah, I felt very carried in the front. Because mm. there are those like, tr- you know, there isn't many, what are they called? Like helixes or anything? There's, not- There's a pretty huge one right at the end. That's where you're... You're getting the lateral forces, so that's oh, why I right. crushed you, you Laterals. know, <laughs> because oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. kind of slide over in your seat. Yeah. But there's a good amount of like small drops, medium drops, and then that large drop where you felt like you were just kind of carried through them, and it felt mm-hmm. just like, ooh, now I'm dropping. Whereas being in the back, I felt like I was flying over them. Um, but it was almost stretched out. Well, yeah. You know, opposed to Apocalypse where, yeah, it's more Apocalypse tighter. Apocalypse is very tight. Lots of turns and lots of... It's more whippy. Yeah. A lot more. I, I think it's just more intense, honestly. Yeah. I think the bigger something is, the same goes for, you know, something like Goliath mm. compared to something like Twisted Colossus, which is half the size. It's like Twisted Colossus is far more intense. Well, yeah. Because the bigger elements, you know, if you're going over bigger hills, bigger turns, bigger... It's not going to feel as intense. So yeah. I'm... Definitely on the team of Ghost Rider is a bit overrated in that regard. Huh. I think it's good. I think it's a fine roller coaster, but it's a little overrated in terms of how intense it is. I don't think it's overrated. I think it's just different. Oh, you don't know what people say, though. I don't. I don't. I'm not on the forums <laughs> like you, babe. But yeah. Apocalypse, it reminds me of like an out, like uh, being on a motorcycle in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. like it, very whippy, very tight, very leany. Whereas Ghost Rider just kind of feels like a, you know, like a train. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not to say it's bad at all. It's no, certainly it's fun. not bad. It's good fun. It's really good. It's just, um, I, I, was wish, su- I was surprised how not intense I found it. I wish we would have been able to go on it at I time, wish to. We did try to, but <laughs> the line had gone insanely long by then and it didn't seem to be moving. So everyone, you can look forward to a, uh, another podcast <laughs> when we go we back will, to Nas at I will at someday nighttime. write it at night. I can't yeah. imagine it feeling a lot more intense at night yeah. because visually more than anything else. Oh, but, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was actually a bit of a theme on this trip. I, I guess on most trips, uh, but especially noticeable on this one, that we've realized that night rides on a lot of roller coasters are better. 
Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of knew that even in like Six Flags or any other parks. I too. see with Six Flags, I don't think so as much because usually they're not as themed and they don't have much lighting. So sometimes some of the rides at Six Flags, when you ride them at night, you, you just sort of can't really see. Uh, whereas other parts we've been to, so for instance, Iron Rattler at Fiesta Texas is wonderful at night because you can, Visually. well, you get a good view of the whole park and the park is lit up really nicely and the ride has its own lighting too. And well, and same it's just with, gorgeous. You're like going off of quarries yeah. and mount, you know, yeah. visually it's a beautiful. But there's beautiful, stuff to see at night. Yeah. Whereas Six Flags Magic Mountain doesn't really do that for a lot. So some rides kind of have some lighting at night, but not really. Uh, so it's less exciting to do night rides there. Twist Colossus is fun at night. Um, yeah, I think Goliath's just, not. No. <laughs> Goliath's boring at night. Batman's boring at night. It's like more of the whippy, the whippy rides are fun at nighttime because it's like you don't know where you're, it's a little bit more disorienting. Sure, but you can kind of replicate that by just closing your eyes. It's like uh, Silver Bullet we did at night. Well, we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about night rides later. When we're, when we're talking about each, each of the coasters, we'll talk about night rides. Okay. So that's Ghost Rider done. I think we've said about all that can be said about Ghost Rider. Perfectly good ride. I liked yes. it a lot. Might be my favorite at the park. Um, but next we did Silver Bullet. Yes. Which is another one I would never have dreamed of going on last time I went to Nuts. Which is not silver. It's called Silver Bullet, but it's orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, um, orange and yellow, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, Nuts has some theme. Like, usually they're pretty good with keeping their rides themed to their areas. So Ghost Riders in the Ghost Town area, the kind of Old West area yeah. that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. um hang time is in the kind of boardwalk surf yeah surfer california area mm-hmm. makes sense because hang time it's like you know theme to snow uh, surfboards i guess <laughs> but silver bullet i don't really i don't really know what that refers to uh, killing werewolves but Mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure know. and it's not silver but, but it, it is fun. very pretty and it's, it was fun yeah and it's the second Invert B and M invert that I've done inverts where your legs are dangling. Right. You're under the track and your legs are dangling. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've done Batman in two different locations, but they're the same ride. This is the second unique ride that I've done, and <clears throat> uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's it was very. Good time. It's not intense. It's very kind of tame in some ways. It's kind of. It's just very relaxing. Do you remember in a uh, Fiesta Texas that uh, the Superman ride? Yeah, yeah, same manufacturer. Okay, so I. It's kind of similar to that. Mm-hmm. That I felt it, it was just kind of like kind of gliding. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's trying to kill you. It, it does have. I think it has six inversions. It's quite. You know, it, it, on paper, it's pretty intense, but it, for whatever reason, doesn't feel like that. Yeah, it's not very tight. It's more it's more elongated, I guess, where it's like you feel you're it, kind of gliding and, and flying. It actually is pretty tight. Is it? Yeah, it's actually it got a very small footprint. Whereas yeah. Batman does. Well, Batman's incredibly tight. Yeah. But yeah. this feels more similar to, um, yeah, Superman at Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very nice. Just very, very fun. Pleasant. Like, just, you know, you go on and, like, I'm smiling the entire time because yeah. it's not scary. It's just more of like, ooh, wee. Yeah. It's more of like a wee, woo. It's pretty scenic. Yeah. You go, uh, you're, you're sort of over the water the whole time and you go quite close to it at the bottom. And, yeah. Yeah, it's just pleasant. Yeah. I liked it a lot. We did that during the day and at night. We got in the front row at night. Um, 
I figured, you know, I figured it would be good. Actually, that's not a great night ride because it's not that well lit. But you do get good um, views of the park. And it, in the front row, anyway, it did feel kind of like you were just flying around the park at night, which is very cool. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I liked that one. And then I think after that... We I did take notes of what we did in what order, so let me consult my notes. Oh, did you? Yeah, just so the, you know, we're not umming and ahhing too much like I am now, which is why I should have probably pulled them up first. Oh, yeah, so after this, we actually took a break from uh, roller coasters. Okay. We're not just going to be talking about coasters this time, lads. This will be everything that we did. <laughs> so stick around for yeah, tune in five episodes. In. <laughs> yes, it will be quite long. <laughs> uh, we did the uh, log flume next. Oh right, yeah, the log ride, mm-hmm. the Timber Mountain Lodge log flume. I think it's called. Yeah, that uh, was good. Yeah, that was really cool. Really scenic. And that's um, the one that uh, first of all, it's been around since I think the sixties, the late sixties. Mm. So it's one of their like flagship attractions, and it's uh, Disney. It turns out, like the more you learn about knots, first of all, it predates Disneyland, even mm. though it's down, they're down in the same area. Um, if you watch the Imagineering documentary series which is kind of like a hagiography and it never gives credit to almost anyone else mm. i think they do mention nuts briefly but not really what they don't mention is that walter nut and walter disney were quite good friends and walt disney used to go to nuts all the time oh. um trying to get well get inspiration quote unquote but i mean essentially kind of steal some ideas too well yeah and um granted Walt Disney would have been dead by the time uh, the log ride opened. Or maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But then years later, they come up with Splash Mountain, which is basically the same. Yeah. I mean, it's not really, but they're they're very similar. The ideas of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so this is a, a pretty iconic ride. I didn't get to do it the first time. So we did it. And you normally don't really like log rides that much. You don't like water rides, really, because you don't like getting wet. Right. Yes. I'm more anxious of like, <laughs> ah, yeah. you know, how can I cover myself through this entire ride not getting wet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of distracting from actually enjoying uh, the ride itself. Yeah. But this one, I think you were a bit surprised by. I don't, were you expecting there to be as much going on inside it? No, no, I wasn't. But yeah. Cause there's I mean, quite because, a lot going on. You know, at Six Flags, <laughs> we have uh, Jetstream. Jetstream. <laughs> And the Which whole is basically time, a water slide that you sit in a boat for. Yeah, yeah, the whole time in Jetstream, I'm just like, ah, 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 because it's mm. like the log is constantly banging against oh, the horrible. tube, yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's like the joltiness of that is like the the scary part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whereas this was more themed. Well, Timber Mountain is incredibly themed. Yeah. yeah, you spend a lot of time, much like Splash Mountain, you spend a lot of time inside yeah, with it's really pretty. various scenes and animatronics and mm-hmm. animals and men, a, a lot of men in there. And these animatronics are wonky. These are kind uh, of creepy animatronics here. Yeah. They yeah. are, because they're life, they're, they're more lifelike in some ways than the ones on Pirates of the Caribbean are. Pirates of the Caribbean's animatronics are, I mean, they're better, they're better quality, but they're designed to look almost a bit cartoonish. Right. Like the faces don't really look like people you'd sort of bump into on the street. Right. Or, or it'd be very odd if you did. Um, but the ones on uh, the Timber Mountain, they are more realistic, but that makes them kind of creepier. 
are a bit creepy. Their faces look like real people's faces, but they look like real people's faces that have been stolen from a grave and then Put on. stuck on top of a robot. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, and when really they turn horrible. just the right way, it's like, okay, was are they, you know, looking at me? Yeah, some of yeah. them are hideous. And, like, their hands, the color of their hands don't match their face. Again, it, it, it does oh, seem... Oh, I don't... I, I didn't notice that. Yeah, they're, like, discolored and kind of sickly looking. It, it does seem look, a bit like a... Look sickly. Like a kind of Frankenstein thing where someone's gathered together a bunch of body parts and put it together <laughs> <laughs> made it move. Well, you don't like animatronics anyway, in general. Yeah, I definitely... If if, if I hadn't kind of built my nuts up and sort of got, gotten over that fear, I, I think I would have found that right absolutely horrifying i'm oh. surprised that kids are sort of okay with it it's pretty they're, they're, they're creepy those animatronics are really creepy yeah yeah a bit and there are some animals in there too and they're fine yeah they look you know as you'd expect mm-hmm. but the men then they're sort of just they don't really do anything either they're just sort of working which i guess yeah. is the point like i know not so, a lot of it's about you know, I think Walter not anyway wanted it to be partly educational. The part. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it started out that way. Like more, more so than being a theme park, he was interested in kind of capturing the essence of like you, you know, in a very kind of objectivist Ayn Rand type way, like the hard work in American and how they built, you know, the hands that built well, this great farmers. country. And, yeah. Well, they're miners in this case. Or, oh, okay. well, loggers, I guess. Um, right, but I mean, like, the Knotts family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're tycoons, really. But, um, yeah, I, I actually learned fairly recently that um, apparently Knotts became, like, a very big hub for, like, young conservatives. Oh, really? Yeah, young conservatives and, like, religious groups and stuff like that. They really liked it because... It, you know, at the time, uh, you know, it's what was 60s, 70s that it was getting really popular. Um, I think they saw it as something of a refuge from, you know, like the, the hippie movement, like the civil rights movement as well, perhaps. Really? And that it kind of created a, um, a, an idealized vision of America where everything's sort of quaint and nice. Um, yeah, so it, there is a weird element of that. And you still see that when you're there now. Like, it's very Christian. There's a lot of... Uh, you see a lot of Christian imagery. Yep. You And not only Christian, but... Ju- a lot just, of missions. Yeah, missions uh, and stuff like that. They have these little dioramas builds, of missions. Yeah. And, um, you know, big nativity scene is plopped right in the middle of it right now. I also noticed, like, all the jewelry stands that they have. A lot of them are crosses. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, the, the Knott family were heavily Christian. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, it's kind of strange that something like that exists in uh, so close to LA. And as you, you think, like, kind of with the time after after the founders died, like Walnut died decades ago, um, you'd think they would sort of go, oh, whoever bought it. I mean, Cedar Fair owns it now. Um, and Cedar Fair owns Cedar Point and stuff like that. You would think for business purposes that they would do what every other part does and kind of, you know. Try not to <laughs> try not to be really religious or political in any way. Like Disneyland, for instance, they can't say Christmas; they they say holidays for everything, and that's a business decision. They have a lot of international travelers. Not everyone's a Christian. Yeah, whereas like Orange County, though, in general, I think it's a little bit conservative. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and so Knott's is kind of house there. But it know? is strange that a theme park is kind of making a statement a little bit, and it, I don't 
know if it's a statement. <laughs> it sort of is. That, that, it certainly was making a statement back in the day. Like they used to. I think for California, yes, it's yeah. a little bit more conservative than most places you visit in California. But as for the nation, I mean, you have. I'm not really talking about t- the nation. I'm talking specifically about California. Being yeah, in California. in California. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, just, it's just quite odd. It, yeah. It's quite odd that like such a Christian, like a kind of openly heavily Christian establishment, uh, is is continuing to run that way. Yeah. I guess so. But not only Christian, just sort of right wing. There's a lot of guns and stuff there. You know, like you, yeah. uh, in a lot of the stores, you can there just buy knife guns shop. and knives. Yes. That's odd for a theme park. Well, and I think I noticed, you know. <laughs> These are real knives, by the way, and real replica guns. Yeah. As well as fake ones that, that kids are, I guess, supposed to pick up and run around the park with. <laughs> That's Which, again, true. It just it's not something you would see at even Six Flags. Yeah, Because they'd you're be right. too sensitive about You're that, absolutely you know? right. Um, yes, I guess I didn't really realize that. Yeah, they're making yeah. a bit of a statement, Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's <laughs> interesting. If if uh, if It is interesting. Yeah, if yeah. not something I necessarily think I would do if I opened a theme park. But yeah, sure. I guess, yeah, maybe it started out that way. And I'm sure it got looser and looser, mm. you know, as it carried on. But. but anyway, we're sidetracked. I guess the point I was making is that uh, Mr. Nutt wanted it to be uh, kind of historical, too. So mm-hmm. the the two attractions, uh, I think we went on the mine ride pretty much straight after the log ride, or close enough, anyway. Yeah. And that's a very similar thing. I think the mine ride came before the log ride. Uh, and that's cool. I was surprised that the scale of it... Because it's just like a, a very... Sh- um, slow kind of mine train that goes through a cave and there are a bunch of scenes. Yeah, no, it's But it was, it was nice. huge. Yeah. Yeah, like the inside of the, the, you know, I guess you're going through a mountain or a mine, I suppose. And it's tall as fuck. Like the, the, I mean, <laughs> that's one thing the that is Knott's has. It's like the in-between between like uh, Six Flags and Disney mm-hmm. is Knott's. Yeah. Because you got like the best of both worlds. They try kinda. theming. Yeah, yeah they, they, they do a pretty good Really job of, good theming, really good visuals. But they really don't have good Disney builds. money. Right. <laughs> but then they also have so rides that aren't themed that much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, on the mine ride, we I don't know if it's unfair to talk about him, but there was a kind of strange four year old kid that started talking to you. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> and he was yeah, Well, to incoherent. be fair, I kind of instigated it. Yeah. I was like, oh, hi, what's your name? And then you he know, wouldn't because stop. They put you, well, because they put you with strangers in this ride, right? Yeah, so you I got think like a each, each like, caboose holds about... Eight people, probably. Eight people, yeah. yeah. So it was me and you, and then we had this family of uh, like a daughter, a, a, I think a daughter or son... And, I don't know. I couldn't focus wife. on anything else except for the four-year-old yeah, boy and the yelling at us. And, and, you know, the kid that young, I just felt it was kind of safe to be like, oh, hey, you know, nice to meet you. What's your name? And then he was He's like, like ba 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 Yeah. So I thought it was <laughs> safe that I didn't He had a pick. really weird way of talking. To yeah. I don't know kids that well. So I asked he Rachel had, afterwards. I was like, is that what... Is that what our daughter's going to sound like in a couple of years? He had a bit of a lisp, like a speech it impediment. It wasn't a lisp. No, it, it was like a child it, it, he was speech just impediment. babbling. Like you right. couldn't tell what he was saying. But, you know, I thought it was safe just to be like, hey, what's your name? Okay, well, we're on this ride together. And I was just trying to be friendly and welcoming because now we're like, you know, usually it's just me and you sitting in a ride. But now mm. we have this like family to like experience this with. So I was just trying to be friendly. 
Uh, yeah, Whoops. no, I shouldn't have asked. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> <It> didn't <show. laughs> As soon as I asked, he's like, my name is Mateo. The entire thing. He's like, it's very dark. If I could understand what he was saying, I couldn't understand a word of what he was saying. Yeah, I I understood like half. (laughs) He really had to focus. Yeah, I had to focus. And then like his dad was, I don't think his dad maybe even His dad was just kind of grinning. Just grinning. And his mom kind of repeated everything that he said. I was just like, okay, well. Anyway, let's look at these old grizzled animatronics. It's working in the dark. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it was fun. I liked that, right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I liked it. it. I would go on it again. Yep. Um, all right. Then after that, I think uh, next was... <sighs> Did we go on Pony Express or Hang Time first? Let's find out. Hmm. They're in the same area. We went on Hang Time first. Okay. Now, that's a... That's a scary one. That's a humdinger, that one. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like much. I remember Jay, who, going back a couple of years, even mentioning that that one specifically is terrifying. And it was pretty Max, scary, but only for like a minute. Wait, wait. We'll talk about the ride in a second. Oh, okay. So Max had uh, backed up Jehu and said exactly the same thing. And he said that he, Max says he's not scared of any roller coasters except for that one. Mm. Like when he got on it, he instantly regretted it. Oh. And you know me, so I've looked at this ride plenty. And I'm like, well, it doesn't look that fucking bad. You know, it really doesn't. It has a vertical lift, which is unusual. But uh, So basically, instead of going up a hill at an angle, you're going up 90 degrees. So you're on your back, essentially, being lifted up. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of unusual, but it didn't seem especially frightening looking at it. And even when we were in line, I was like, this will be easy. There's no, nothing to worry about here. Right. Uh, yeah, I was wrong. It, it's fucking scary being it's on really that scary. lift, and yeah. I didn't realize it would be that frightening. I, yeah, it's really, really strange how frightening it is um, because you really do feel like you're slipping out of your restraints the whole time you're going up this hill. Oh yeah, no, I, I was like even scared to, you know, because in my head I'm like, okay, the the seat lock is going to open up, and like so, I need to hold on to the side of my seat, mm. not on the actual lock, just in case. Because I really felt like I was slipping out. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if this, if like somehow the seat, you know, becomes unlocked, I don't want to be holding on to that. Yeah. My mind just kept like tripping itself mm. up to make myself comfortable. Well, I didn't tell you before we went on the ride that it's only just reopened. It was, yeah, it was no, closed. You told me that. <laughs> it was closed for months and months because yeah. there was a problem with the chain lift. <laughs> I know. So what did the chain lift like break or? I, I don't know. Probably not, but they needed a part and they couldn't get it. But I knew that that it had been closed because there was something wrong with the chain lift. I think if I told you that before or while we were on the lift, I think you might have lost your mind. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, um, it's fucking scary because we've done, well, both of us have done rides where you kind of hang upside down a fair bit, like, um, a full throttle in the loop. You're hanging upside down and kind of feel like you're falling out of your seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, El Loco, especially in in Vegas, you have. Oh yeah, we've we've actually done another coaster trip. I forgot we went to Vegas and did coasters too. Yeah, another story. But <laughs> El Loco has a bit where you right at the end you're hung upside down for what feels like a good three or four seconds. Yeah, um, yeah. which feels a lot longer when you're <laughs> when you're upside down. Right. Um, 
So I didn't feel like this would be any different, but it's so sustained, though. It takes a good 15, 20 seconds to get up that lift. Mm-hmm. And feeling like you're constantly slipping backwards out of your seat yeah, is not fun. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> it's actually quite frightening. Yeah. But we did it. And after that, you get to the top and you sort of hang over the And that's edge. really scary. Yeah, it has a Beyond Vertical drop, which I think is my first Beyond Vertical drop. Uh, uh, maybe El Loco as well. But, but when yeah. it gets to the uh, gets to the top, they just hang you there. Yeah. And like just pauses for mm-hmm. like how long? Like well, 5 three or seconds. 3 seconds. Yeah, not very long. Yeah, for you to kind of look down, it kind of feels yeah. like you're being, you know, held. But what's um it's actually less frightening than what I thought it was going to do. Uh there are rides um called dive coasters which hang you over the edge and then just let you go. So you mm. drop straight away. This one it just sort of engages a brake, so you're stuck there for a few seconds. Then you sort of roll over to the drop. Yeah. So you have a bit of warning. It doesn't come out of nowhere. Right. Um, and then after that, the ride does a bunch of loops and stuff. And yeah, it's, it's fun. Just it fun. definitely yeah. makes you feel like you're going to fall out of your seat the entire time, though. Uh, on the actual ride yeah, after the drop? Really? I felt that, yeah. Oh, I never really got that. I didn't oh, hang I was, much. I felt like I was constantly being pulled out of my seat. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that sensation. I didn't feel like there was much airtime on it and not, uh, ironically, not very much hang time not either. Not really airtime. It's just the way they go through the inversions and loops. It made it feel like I was just being pulled out of hmm. my seat. Yeah. No, okay. Maybe that's a size thing. I don't know. Oh, maybe. So I didn't feel like it, it was pretty tame after the, after the lift on the drop. Really. Oh yeah. No, the whole ride for me, it was pretty scary. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, different strokes, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, we like that one. And uh, we did it again at night because it has a really amazing lighting package on it. Yeah, So when it gets yeah. dark, the whole track lights up and does, like, little a light show, basically. Yeah. Um, so I knew we had to ride it again at night. And we did. We got on next to a girl who was... Terrified. Seemingly absolutely terrified. Yeah. And she was... But was she by herself? She, well, she was certainly she, next to us by herself. She was but. by herself, riding it by herself. But I saw her later in the day uh, with her friends. Yeah. So she wasn't there so by herself. So for whatever herself. reason, she'd ended up on this ride by herself, even though she was terrified to go on yeah. it. Yeah. And she was sort of asking, like, questions about... Right, but then when we were trying to talk to her, she was very much, like, your energy. Yeah, like, yeah, when know. you're nervous, it's just like, so don't much. talk to me, don't talk to me, don't talk to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. shut up, yeah. <laughs> I totally got it. And that was also the time, we only did it twice, once in the day and once at night, but nighttime was the time we decided to do it with our hands up the entire yeah, time. Yeah, we, we made a little bit of a pact. Yeah. Of like, okay, we're going to put Well, I said I was going to do it, and then you... I said I'll do it as well. joined in, yeah, yeah, which I'm surprised by, because you don't... Like putting your hands up on rides much anyway. No. Especially not on that lift hill no. where your every part of your animal brain is telling you to grab onto anything to oh, hold you yeah. in. So having your hands up on that is really that takes a lot of faith. It's <laughs> going against all instincts. Yeah. And honestly, I only kept my hands up. Like if I was by myself, I think instinctually, like I would have gone and grabbed my bars again mm-hmm. uh, but because you were doing it with me I was like okay he's doing it as well we both have our hands up it almost as I got further and further and further up the hill I just kept my hands up because I knew you were doing it with me yeah yeah, yeah I felt like I had sense. like yeah I felt like I needed to <laughs> stick to it yeah I very nearly put my hands down because I felt something falling out of my pocket but I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. We kept our hands up the entire time, and 
It was fun. Nice to do that. Yeah. So that one was really good at night. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, another example of a ride that's better at night. We also did Silver Bullet at night. And yeah, we oh, we mentioned that already. It was fine. It was all right. Yeah. yeah. We actually did it on the outside seats. And it, it, while I thought it was very smooth the first two times we went on it in the day, mm-hmm. uh, doing it on the outside, I don't know if it was the row or the outside seats or whatever, but it, it was a bit rattly. Yeah, on a that bit. last that yeah. last one, nothing too bad. Yeah, nothing like scream, but yeah. pretty rarely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I think that. Oh no, we also did. Sorry, I shouldn't have skipped to hang time at night because we did some other ones too, including one that I think might be your favorite. So we went and did Jaguar. Yeah, which I'd already done. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of the two rides I managed to get on uh, the first time I went, and that's f- f- fine. Yeah. I mean, nothing special <laughs> about it. No, so it's like a nice little journey around the park. It's not yeah. it's hardly even a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of takes you around the park. Nice to look at stuff, I suppose. And then you go back and that's it. It's quite long, at least. It, mm-hmm. You know, you feel like you get your money's worth. So after Jaguar, we went on to the one next door, which is Montezuma's Revenge. And I think you said that was your favorite. Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> I know it's like so simple and yeah, kind of you liked it so much. Old school, same manufacturer from uh, Revolution. That's right. Hey, you're learning. Mm-hmm. What's the name? Uh, is that RMC? No, no I'm sorry. You Schwarzkopf. Like- what is that? Schwarzkopf. Okay. Anton Schwarzkopf. Yeah, they're not around anymore. I don't believe, but. Uh, yeah, no, RMC is new, one of the newest. Oh, um, I see. So, the Schwarzkopf, is Schwarzkopf. that 1970s, 1960s? Yeah, I think Montezuma's Revenge was 19... Oh, excuse me, uh, 1978, mm. I want to say. So, it's really old. Okay. And it's a launch coaster, mm. which launches... It's, called, it's known as a shuttle launch. It launches you through a loop, a yep. fairly big loop, and then you kind of go up a spike, and then you roll back through the loop and it's kind of complete it backwards really fun and, it's and amazing like, for the for the for how old it is it's quite incredible there's only one of them in the u.s anymore well and the spike that you were saying that you go up it cuts the track off well yeah so it kind of feels the, like you're gonna fly off the <laughs> end of the track which is really fun yeah it's just one track it's not like a circuit it's no. just a big bit of track you that go back has and a forth. loop yeah and you just go forwards through it and then backwards it's through it. It's a roller coaster seesaw. Yeah. 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 It's, it's similar actually to uh, Boomerang, which became a model that uh, kind of got cloned a lot, um, which does a similar thing where it kind of launches you through it forwards, but it's more of a complete circuit. And boomerang? then you go backwards. Uh, boomerang, yeah. It's uh, by Vacoma. Where's that? They're all over the place. There is one at Fiesta, Texas, but it was closed when we went there. Oh, I see. I'm like, I don't think I've been on that one. No, they're all over the place. They sometimes have different names, but yeah, the Vacoma Boomerang, they're known for being a bit rough and wonky. But Montezuma's, Montezuma's Revenge, Revenge was really fun. That's I mean, a fun one. Yeah. And I, I still like I loved the, it. I like the balls of naming a naming a roller coaster after uh, gastrointestinal disease. <laughs> yeah, Montezuma's you mentioned revenge. that. Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, it's Montezuma's revenge. You know, like Zoom, yeah. like, like a roller coaster uh-huh. does when it launches really fast. Right. But it's still Montezuma's revenge, which is traveler's diarrhea. Right. 
So, well, that's, you know, that's kind of ballsy of them to have well, a roller coaster except, named after yeah, diarrhea. This roller coaster made me smile, whereas... It didn't uh, make you have diarrhea. Didn't make me have diarrhea. It made you smile instead. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been good. smiling if it gave me diarrhea. Yeah, I liked it. And it's, it's not... Uh, for, for Same with Revolution. For a coaster that old, you're, it's surprising how smooth they are. It was very smooth. and I mean, it's not smooth smooth. It's not like, you know... No, I mean, yeah, there's it's a bit of a bite enough. to it, but it's not yeah. rough by any means. No, you know what I like about it? The predictability. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I thought you might have a problem with the fact that it stops and then rolls backwards. It, it is it is a bit concerning because I feel like it's <laughs> like, oh, this isn't supposed to happen. And I've never experienced this before. So mm-hmm. if any of you know me, I know Sean knows. Oh, yeah, you've I, said it on this podcast. You don't like things going a bit wrong. Right. Yeah. You know, kind of like the mummy going backwards or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the laugh. Um, Montezuma's Revenge, like, yeah, it feels like it's a bit wrong, but I know it's meant to be a bit wrong. It, but it's well, so, so is the mummy. <laughs> but it's so quick. Do you really think that there's a curse inside that ride that every time you go on it, it, it goes backwards and it's not supposed to? Yeah, I kind of feel like it's just a fault in Universal and they got lazy. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't see the point. It's not fun. Yeah. Um, but for Montezuma's Revenge, it's so quick. It's just like you yeah. go up that little spike. And then you come back down and then like you're back into fun mm. that it's not, it's not, <laughs> yeah. in, you know. And you it's don't not- hear Montezuma's voice going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Right. This will teach you for conquering my lands. Right. It's not like, yeah. It's you're not- going backwards now. It's not drawn. And then you'll have diarrhea. <laughs> it's not drawn out to that point. No. Yeah, yeah so, and it's all out in the open, so it's yeah, quite so easy it's like to a, see what's going on. Yeah, so for me it's really fun because it kind of really touches a little bit of my fear of like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. But then it's like over enough to be like, but wee, it's yeah. back to fun. And so for me, I think it might be one of my favorite rides Which there. is kind of, yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I smell something too. Is it Rue? I mean, it's either Rue or you. I'm not farting. It's not me. I'm not farting. Uh, it's not like a f- It smells like wet, like so damp. Nope, it smells like ass. Oh. Yeah. Okay, definitely well. smells like. It's not me. It's I just shower. You just yeah. shower. It's definitely Rue. I mean, look at him. He looks guilty. Yeah, he's look, just he's, lying outside the door, like stinking he, ass. He heard us. He's yeah. walking in. He's Be now gone. backing away. Be gone, Rue. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Montezuma's Revenge. You you enjoyed it. I I liked it too. I I but more as like a kind of historical landmark than like a full coaster experience. But it's for, it's impressive, right? The that for for 1978. That's the first loop was or the first successful loop anyway was Revolution. Not long before. So for this ride to have a launch and a loop and to go backwards through a loop, yeah, that's impressive for how old it is. Yeah, it's I didn't impressive. think launches existed until like I don't know nineties or so. But more so than impressive, I think for me, I just truly felt like I was like a little kid riding yeah. it. You know, <laughs> like it, it it really tapped into. It didn't need to be super long. Mm-hmm. I didn't need much. It just literally shoots you. The launch is really fun. The launch is really good. Yeah, for how old it is? Yeah, so it, yeah. it was short enough of a ride where it's you know it tickled all my. Ooh, uh uh-oh, and Mm -hmm. ah, 
You and know, it's probably only that's a, all you need. Thirty second ride at most, you think? And I think I like that. Yeah, I, it's short and sweet. Short and sweet. And going back through the loop, like because uh, you go up and then roll backwards through backwards the loop. Backwards through a it's loop. It's very strange. It's I, I've very never strange. done that before. Yeah, it's and very I strange. Can't think of many other rides where you would do that except maybe the boomerangs that I thought about. And it's extremely fun. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Nice and sweet. Montezuma's Revenge. There yeah. you go. Yes. GI I, disease doesn't always have to be miserable. <laughs> it can be fun, too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it. I think that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay, well. It's just fun. I was, I was very happy to see how happy you were on it. Yeah, it tickled my little kid spots. You know what I mean? Well, that well, sounded yeah, weird. No, don't say that. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> but yeah, no, it definitely tickled me in, in a sense of like, okay, this is making me happy. Like, like I just want to go back in line and keep hewing. Yeah, and we did. We went on it, it twice, I think. Yeah. Maybe three times. No, and yeah. If I went back to Knott's, which we will. I hope so. I cannot wait to do it at nighttime and and fling through it just over and over and over again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that's really one of the fun. steps. Uh, our stepson could probably do that as well. It would take some getting on it. He'd be, he'd be scared yeah. of the launch, but he could do it. He'd be fine. Yeah. He can do Twisted Colossus now. He'll be fine. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. And um, the last one to talk about that we haven't already mentioned, we did go back and do some at night, but we don't need to go into that again. Uh, the last one that we haven't talked about yet is the Pony Express. Yeah, now that one's a bit weird. <laughs> it's incredibly weird. Yeah. It's because stupid. I, you, no, I feel like, honestly, <laughs> no, it's not stupid. It's, it is stupid. It's just strange. I've never been on a coaster that kind of... Uh, you know, the seat kind of locks behind your back on your butt. Well, you're on a horsey. Yeah. So you you're can, on a little horsey, so and you're you meant on, to lean forward and hold on to its reins. Right, and, and then there's like a horse. seat that comes up and, like, secures <laughs> you pushes to you it, into pushes the back. you into it. I felt like I was into, like, some BDSM, like, you know, sex, like, machine <laughs> or something. It is a bit odd when it comes up and sort of pushes you because it pushes the small of your back. It, it reminds is, me of, did you ever see that South Park episode where uh, Mr. Garrison invents a, a mode of transport? No. But because, I mean, the joke is that Mr. Garrison's sort of clearly gay but in the closet so yeah. th this mode of transport that he has involves a seat kind of going up into your ass and oh, holding right. you in place no and i then haven't to and then to drive it you have to kind of use your mouth to suck on another thing <laughs> and everyone's yeah. like in love with this form of transport but they go is it necessary to have oh, yeah. you know to be penetrated in your ass and your mouth and he just sort of doesn't really answer <laughs> I it does remind seen, me a bit of like that, though. Haven't seen that episode, up. but I'm not going to lie. When you started asking me that question, I thought you were going to say, "Have you seen like a porn that, <laughs> you know, where they, you know, get on a certain way, and then it's like, oh, you know?" I don't know. I mean, who knows? What maybe Knott'sbury Farm rents out the park after dark. <laughs> on the Pony Express. <laughs> Some of our machines have multiple uses. Yeah. That being said, it was a weird uh, seat setup. Because mm, that's, that's another launch coaster, too. Also, I don't know if I like it. Uh, it made me feel a bit... Um, you know, because it was so strange having it lock on your back and push on your back mm. in, in your front forward, you really felt like locked in that you couldn't really escape. Well, you're not. I mean, that's safe. 
that I know, you're not supposed I to know. feel like you can escape. From no, a ride. I know, I know, I know. But it's so natural just to sit in a seat and then have it come in forward you mm-hmm. that I'm used to that. Like, you know, I go in my car and I put the seatbelt in front of me. I, yeah. You know, you're used to that feeling of being It's definitely a little strange, yeah. It's definitely strange, like, leaning into something and having it push your back to lock you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is... Yeah. I felt more entrapped. But luckily for you, the roller coaster was literally maybe 25 seconds long. Oh, it was <laughs> too so quick. Short. It was so short that but it was But it has stupid. a nice little launch. You know, it's a, it's a little faster than I... It was I, fast. Because that's, that's one of the two that I went on the first time I went, Jaguar on that one. And I remember being surprised by how fast it was for something yeah. that's called Pony Express and you're riding on a little horsey. And luckily it wasn't <laughs> it like kind of fast. Uh, too rough or anything. No. Yeah. No, I mean, how could it be? It doesn't do anything. I know, but the way that you're <laughs> sitting, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, and then that's pretty much it for nuts, I think. I, I don't think there's you wanna check anything your list? else to mention. I will, ch- double, sure. I will double check, but I don't think so. Yeah, let me see. Uh, yeah, Pony Express, Hand Time, Silver Bullet. Yeah, that's it. Okay. We tried to go on Ghost Rider at night, but alas, we couldn't. Right. Um, and then that was it. And then off we were to uh, the Disneyland Hotel. Yep. Because that's where we stayed for our trip. Yep. So Disneyland Hotel, we were both knackered. Uh, yes, we were. Yeah, we were. <laughs> You're making a face, but it's like, yeah, we were tired no, before I'm we got to that. I'm making a face of trying to remember my feelings. Of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we were tired. We, we got were to very the, tired. the Disneyland Hotel. Now, I mean, we don't need to go on and on about the hotel, but... Not it's, impressive. It's a bit, bit rubbish, isn't it? It was. Yeah. Uh, luckily, we didn't have to pay for it. But it was like a low-grade Holiday Inn. Honestly, I've stayed yeah. at better hotels. Uh, yeah. Holiday Inn. Travel or, Lodges, Holiday Inns yep. that were... At least the same in terms of... I was just surprised that, you know, Disney is so protective over the magic. They, that's what they keep talking about, the Disneyland magic. Nothing felt and magical about No, that and in fact, time. I got sent a survey today and I filled out uh, half of it and then got bored. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was really long. But a lot of the questions were things as ridiculous as, so uh, did you feel the Disneyland magic when you were in the hallways of the hotel? No. Yes, somewhat or not at all. And it's like... Yeah, there's nothing... For Disneyland, you would expect it to be like a kind of castle or like some kind of themed hotel in some way or other. It was at best... Like, I see what they were trying to do, like the knobs of like the sink and in yeah, the bathtub. Yeah, like, like you have hidden Mickeys in your room, Yeah, basically. you do. You're like, oh, the lamp has like a design of oh, like the, Mickey the, the along little, the border. Yeah, the little sconces are yeah. Mickey Mouse's hands. Yeah. Holding. But... But it looks shit and weird. It does. Weird it looks because yeah. the rest of the hotel is themed like an airport hotel. Right. It really doesn't have any theming whatsoever. So it's kind of strange to. And they have photos. Of, well, in our room anyway, they had a big photo of Walt Disney. Yeah. <laughs> like, Walt Disney was everywhere. Well, yeah, and fair enough, it is Disneyland. But yeah. you know, in your in your room, when the room is otherwise a very functional kind of, I'm a businessman going to a conference type room. But then you have a photo of Walt Disney looking at you, like kind of grinning. I don't know. It's, it doesn't feel like if you're going for uh, forget going to Disneyland for a romantic getaway. I would hate to have well, any kind of. To be fair, we didn't get to see all the towers. We got to see. We the were in the Adventure Tower. That's what I'm and saying. And there was nothing adventurous. I about know. It. <laughs> so we checked into the Fantasy Tower. Like that's the main tower, I guess, where check in yeah, and get services are. It's the same. 
Uh, yeah, it felt the same. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we're going to go to the Adventure Tower. And the Adventure Tower just felt like I was on an adventure in like an airport hotel. Yeah, he might be and, on an adventure, but you're by the airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was rubbish. I mean, I'm glad we didn't pay for it because I think rooms there are quite expensive. It's like $450 a night. Yeah, we're pretty lucky no, in that sense that we were thank you. able to stay there for free. Because I, I, I would have be, left. If, I would have been pissed If I paid $450 paid for a night and then our checked TV in and saw that. somewhat broken. Our, t- our TV was smashed. <laughs> it's like someone has thrown smashed. a... It was. Hold someone on. has thrown a shoe at it. Probably. Yeah. Like, the the top was all... But like, it wasn't, like, smashed. It, was, it wasn't cracked. The screen clear. wasn't cracked. No, the screen wasn't cracked. But it was, like... I've seen it happen to TVs if they get hit. Yeah, like there's, the, like, black the LCD. Yeah, the LCD And then, like, lines going up. down the middle. Yeah, and the audio was messed up. You fell asleep pretty quickly, but I tried to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> and it was creepy because the audio was, like, crackly and echoing. Yeah. Yeah. Not happy about Disgraceful. it. Disgraceful. But we got there so late. Like, <laughs> typically, I look for opportunities to kind of, like, go down and complain nah. or upgrade and all that. But we got in so late and it was so tiring. And we knew was like, it was just a place to sleep. Like, we weren't going to spend yeah. any more and it was time free in that room. Than we that we, it's like, whatever. But if we would have paid for it, oh, uh, I would have I would have left. I would have sent some emails. I would have just left. I, I would have I walked would have up sent- to the room, seen what was going on, and been like, wait, I'm spending $450 a night on this? No. No. I'm just I, gone down and gone I, somewhere else. I would have sent multiple emails. Yeah. 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 No, it was unacceptable. <laughs> but it was free, so <laughs> what are we complaining about? Uh, yeah, no, but if, if, if you are listening, though, and you are thinking about, you know, splurging on a trip to Disneyland and thinking that the Disneyland Hotel will give you... Don't do d- it. Don't. It's not good. Don't do it. Go to like any holiday in around and but you'll also, get the same experience. But also, I have to, you know, recognize that we are extremely lucky to be able to stay at the Disneyland Hotel, which is so close to Disneyland. Yeah. We parked. We were able to walk there in the morning. You know, so location was everything. Well, sure. But, uh, I mean, as people have said, there are actually, you know, holiday inns and stuff that are closer sure, to the entrance to Disneyland than the Disneyland Hotel is. Um, yeah, no, it's not absolutely not worth it if you're ever thinking about doing that. I hear the Grand Californian is a lot nicer. Yeah, but, but it's, it's like also $1,000 like a, a night. $1,000 a night, yeah. So uh, just don't do it. No, go stay somewhere else and, you know, you, you can get to the park pretty easily still. Yeah. But... All right, so that so yeah, we got to the hotel. Oh, the, well, do we want to talk about our dinner? More oh. complaints coming up. <laughs> you oh want to hear? So when we famously Are we sure we want to complain? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I I want to talk about it cuz it was really strange. All right. So we famously went to Great Wolf Lodge a couple of years ago. Famously on the podcast. Right. This is acknowledged. Yeah. Max is obsessed with the idea of Great Wolf Lodge now. Is he? Yeah. I can he see him really up. liking that. I think he might as well. Yeah. Like the whole bit with like the magical wand. Oh, shit. Absolutely oh, He would shit. go crazy. Quite possibly. But anyway, um, when we went there, uh, the food options in the hotel were so bad that we decided to just go out. And mm. I remember I was like, it's Christmas time, because it was. Uh, I'll treat the family to like a really nice dinner somewhere. So I went and looked online for the nicest possible steakhouse that I could find in the area. All right? Yep. So we ended up going somewhere, and it was called, what is it called? The Ranch. The Ranch. Ranch something? The Ranch Restaurant. Yeah. Steakhouse. In, in Garden Grove or in Anaheim, yeah. somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and we went there and we had a great meal. We did. Yeah, it was awesome. Loved we, it. We shared a you know a huge sixty ounce steak or whatever. Huge, yeah. And it was awesome. We just remember it being really, really good. The sides were good. Everything was good. The service was good. Yeah, we had a great time there. So I remembered that and thought, oh, we should go back to that place. So we looked around, found it, and uh, we were really excited to go there. And then this is uh, you know pre COVID versus post COVID. So, well, we went, yeah, the first time we went was 2019. Right. I so, so I bring before, that up because, you know, I personally have a feeling that a lot of these restaurants are, you know, really pushing out meals, increasing mm-hmm. the pricing and, you know, cutting quality. Well, yeah. And there are famously supply chain issues and yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So food in general has kind of gone down in quality. We, um, we don't have very good luck. No, we we have really bad luck. Yeah. We, and this isn't the first time we had bad luck on this trip. No, sorry. It is the first time, but it's not the last. But, and like, but we'll get to that Yeah, because when we seek out restaurants, typically we're looking for really good steak, really good yeah, service. Yeah, we're not looking for a bargain either. No, like, I, we're I would understand being pay. disappointed if you're like, well, I want something really good, but I'm also only willing to pay $10. Like Then you're going to run into more trouble. But we're no, like, no, we we're on holiday. We will pay for something really good. I think for... And that's when it's even more disappointing. So how much... Do, so we went to this restaurant. Uh-huh. And we and were really excited. Yeah. Because we liked it the first time. It's right. a nice looking place. Yep. And we're going to get some meat and we're going to be happy. Right. After all, how could a steakhouse fuck up steak? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Especially if they're charging over $100 for it. I think, what did we pay for it? It was, it was like, like 150 150 uh, for both of us, like for a, for steak, a steak that we could share. It was share. a shared steak. Because but it was, it was a shared 50, steak. 50 ounces. Yeah. And it was a Bone share. In. Yeah. And it was a, uh, a New York uh, uh, Delmonico. Delmonico, yeah. And, you know, there is very little way you can fuck that up, honestly. 28 days aged. Yeah, dry aged, whatever. whatever, You know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, and it, yeah, and it's, oh, a side of duck fat fries and stuff like that. Oh, Oh fucking great. Well, no, no. So, you know, it seemed like it was going to be great. Mm. How could it, how could this go wrong? How could you fuck up duck fat fries? How could this go wrong? Like, we got steak and duck fat fries. And we're paying a lot for it, so quality is assured. Right. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking huge hunk of meat arrives at our table, pre-cut, um, which is also a strange thing for a steakhouse to do, to pre-slice. They did not do that the first time. No. Uh, we, we had a different steak, right? The menu was ribeye, entirely, think, the menu the was time. mostly different, it seemed. But, yeah. Uh, um, yeah the, so you get this huge steak, pre-slice. That is strange. Yeah, um, they did not do that the first time. And generally, steakhouses don't because right. you tend to it, lose it will start to dry heat out. Yeah. And lose, Usually, you do that yeah. if it's a fairly cheap, like a skirt steak or something. Right. It's like fine. But right. anyway, we get this and it looks great, and we start eating it. And it's cooked right. It's cooked to the right temperature. We asked for medium rare, and it was medium it's rare, pink and rare, yeah. medium rare, maybe and more very, medium than medium rare, but very tender. Yeah, everything about it, looks, mouthfeel, uh, texture, temperature, perfect. Yeah, except one it, thing. It's like one pretty important thing. Right. It didn't taste of beef. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It didn't taste of anything it at was, all. It was tasteless. 
It didn't even... T- I mean, I, I've said, oh, that beef's tasteless. And that usually means, yeah, I, I taste beef, but there's no seasoning and it's not interesting. Yeah, no, this, this literally... had no taste. It tastes like... It was like eating wet paper. Yes. It was so It was like up. sucking on a cotton ball yeah. of water. It was really weird. But like, and it, but wasn't like just it felt the, fine. Like, it felt fine. It, it fine. was like, oh, my brain is telling me. It's good. <laughs> this is good because you're eating it and it's very tender. The meat is melting in your mouth. They sous vide it, well, they we'll, told us. We'll, we'll go get to, to that it. Later, we'll get yeah. to that. So it's literally melting in my mouth. And I'm like, okay, my brain is telling me the texture is fine. Um, you know, the cut is fine. It looks fine. You know, it's perfectly pink throughout how we like it, but I taste nothing. And not only that, but it didn't, it it wasn't even like, oh, it wasn't even like, oh, it's not seasoned enough. It had actually quite a lot of like fresh herbs, like herbs on it. Yeah. And a bit of char. And I don't even know. Even a bit of char. Yeah. But the, the, really... the meat was so thick that, yeah. you know, even with that char and even with the herbs, couldn't, fi- couldn't could, fucking taste it. Couldn't taste it. Which is really strange. And not only that, but we got some duck fat fries with it, which were like sub-bar quality. Ah, uh, not they were even. <laughs> they were like, over-salted and like burnt. With like seasoned salt. Yeah. Like and that no shitty duck kind fat. of Cajun seasoning. Yeah. Yeah, babe, you yeah. like duck fat potatoes no, for Sunday roast, and it's so good. Where this was like so charred and like, yeah, just I didn't like taste really... duck fat in it at all. As far no. as I could tell, they came out of a packet. They were. Terrible. We had to order. I ordered additional uh, mushrooms mm-hmm. on the side. Yeah, for and like ten dollars, and they were no, kind of shite. Fifteen dollars. So fifteen dollars they yeah. cost for a tiny little bowl of mushrooms. Yeah, which were like well, they said braised, but honestly, it was kind of like they put was, some mushrooms in some like old gravy. Exactly, yeah. like some canned gravy <laughs> yeah. or some shit. Honestly, Oof. Denny's would have been better for the mushrooms. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> well, I don't know about. I don't, and I do love Denny's. Can I, Denny's. Yeah, I love Denny's. Yeah, oh, over my hammy, hammy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. So that was not very good, and we weren't really gonna bring it up because we were tired and like we couldn't really be bothered. But the manager, for some reason or other, just decided to come and talk How to us. How is everything? She was like, oh, is this amazing? And me and Sean, we cannot fake. <laughs> no, it. we can't lie. We so can't we lie. Like, we no. just look at you. We're like. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> no, it's not. We've been here before. It was great then. This is why we came back. And to be honest, like there was, this it was sucks. very odd. Yeah. <laughs> but your beef has no taste. Yeah, like it's almost like you did something to completely remove the mm-hmm. taste from it. Because I'd been trying to figure it out. Because I didn't. I was like, how is that even possible? That yeah, you, we that were you, just you have such a big bit of beef that doesn't taste anything like anything let alone beef and i th- i think i i theorized that okay well it arrived pre-sliced maybe it was cooked then put on a cutting board and sliced they let uh, not rested properly and then they let all the juices come out and that just took away the flavor maybe that's it yeah so i mentioned that i was like is that what happened and she goes no actually what we do is we sous vide our steaks because they're so large um that it would take far too long to do it over, you know, fire. To keep up with demand. 
Well, not only but, that, but no, she's but she that's is what right. She said, would, but she no. like huffed about it. She was like to keep up with demand, you know. No, no, like, no, no, no. Yeah. She uh, sous videing is a good solution for that because yeah, now I think of it, it probably would take forty minutes per state to mm-hmm. do it the traditional sure. way, and it would be a lot less reliable. So I'm like, fair enough. Yeah, sous videing is a good way of uh, getting around that problem. With states as big as that, then fair enough. And uh, but Justin the, Brink, a listener, oh, yeah. actually has messaged me saying that's the best way to cook a good steak. So, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with souveniring at all. Yeah. Um, the problem here, and so she she sort of dropped that on us and then left. And You're I was like, thinking to myself, okay, so they souvenirs it. There's no reason that should take away the flavor, except perhaps souvenirs is when you uh, put a steak in a, a kind of vacuum seal bag and boil it essentially, so right. it gets up to the right temperature on the inside, and then all you need to do is sear the outside to as much char as you want and then you have a perfectly cut steak it's a great system the only thing i can think of might be that there was a hole in the bag and they basically just boiled the steak i think so i think they boiled out yeah losing all the flavor that's the only thing that makes sense yeah so that's my theory I think uh, that's what happened. Yeah, so we weren't happy about that. I think they comped our drinks. Bad luck. I think they comped our drinks. No, they offered us dessert. Oh, offered us dessert, but we and didn't we're like, want it. oh, we were yeah. too full. Like, no. Yeah, because we did eat it. We were hungry, so we did eat most of it. We were just it eating like, it like in confusion. Well, yeah, like, every time we ate it, we're like, uh. So, <laughs> yeah, I kept going back what? to try. Wait, wait, is wait. It- how? But like, why isn't there like a beef? Yeah. Yeah. We were just confused eating it. Yeah. And we were hungry. And also, it wasn't like it was inedible. It was just very, very weird. It was very strange. I was like, okay, is this, you know, the new growth of uh, beef? Uh, The lab grown? Yeah, the lab grown (laughs) beef. (laughs) Yeah, it was very strange. Anyway, that's our boiled beef story. We we basically got a very expensive boiled steak. But they comped our drinks. They comped our drinks. Yeah, we only had one drink each. We won't be going back. We should have had more. Yeah. Yeah, we won't be going back. No, I don't think we will be. Yeah. All right. And then that brings us on to Disneyland the next day. 